the angry tenor. <laughs> Hello everyone, I am your host, John Sayers, and I am the angry tenor. The tenor is angry at climate change and climate change deniers, so the angry tenor will have a special climate change edition, which will go live every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Please join us, and please work to limit your footprint on the climate, and help protect the planet from those who would not. This week, I would like to talk to you about polar bears. Now, polar bears can be found on the Arctic sea ice in northern Canada, in Greenland, Norway, and Russia. And these bears, in order to eat, much like we do, polar bears hunt ringed and bearded seals on the sea ice between late April and mid-July. Now, these adult bear males can weigh over 1,400 pounds and they can grow to as much as nine feet in length from tail to nose. That's the tip of the tail to the nose. Now because sea ice is melting earlier and forming later each year, polar bears have less time to hunt. So as the ice shrinks, skinnier and hungrier bears face a grave challenge to their survival. When landfast sea ice melts, it forces polar bears back onto the land, where they do not have access to these seals that they eat. Now, these bears are known to hunt and scavenge, you know, birds and other sort of things that they eat uh, while they're on land, but no seals. And the available food sources are somewhat scarce. And as a result, polar bears begin to fast, not by choice, but by circumstances they find themselves in. The bears' forage for food has made them a more common sight in Arctic communities, bringing them into greater conflict with people and thus increasing the likelihood of polar bear-human interaction. Never turns out well. Polar bears are currently listed as vulnerable on the Red List of Threatened Species and considered at high risk of endangerment in the wild. Researchers have found that the bear population in some areas has declined by 40%. As climate change accelerates, increased sea ice melt is not necessarily inevitable. While the current numbers look grim, researchers say we have not yet passed any kind of tipping point where sea ice cannot be saved. However, a study does predict that polar bears will be wiped out by the end of the century. 
unless more is done to tackle climate change. Now, some scientists say that populations have already reached their survival limits as the Arctic sea ice shrinks. Now the nitty-gritty is that no one, and by that I mean once again Republican legislators in the U.S., gives a damn. What's one polar bear more or less? Experts say atmospheric carbon dioxide is one of the primary drivers of increased temperatures and has led to the loss of sea ice that polar bears depend on. Regulations and initiatives that reduce emissions or sequester carbon dioxide currently in the atmosphere could help prevent further ice loss and save the habitats of both polar bears and the species they depend on. But, as I said, no one in a position to do something about these atmospheric conditions gives a damn. So what do we do? If you're a polar bear lover, how about adoption? What? You say. How in hell can I adopt a polar bear? Well, simply put, you can't. It's not like adopting a dog, which is also a very good thing, but 1,400 pound bears are a different story. For instance, you can't get away leaving a polar bear in your apartment while you go to work and then just letting her out to pee before you leave and when you get home. Well, it doesn't work very well like that. You can't just design a special room full of ice and snow or catch some seals to feed your new polar bear. Might sound like a good idea of having a cute little polar bear cub to cuddle and play with, but I don't recommend it. Like dogs, they will grow up and become adults. Good luck with that. So what do you do? Well, I'm going to tell you. You can sponsor, or if you prefer, adopt a soft, fuzzy toy polar bear to love and to cuddle all you want, whenever you want, and they don't need to go out in the backyard and pee. And you get to learn more about polar bears, and you feel as though you are helping them to survive, but you are. The WWF, or World Wild Fund, offers such a program. But they're not the only ones, but they are the best known. The WWF offers adoption programs that cost as little as $25, or as much as $250. It's all a matter of what you get along with your cuddly little polar bear toy. Now, Oceana is focused on addressing all of the threats affecting the Arctic, your symbolic adoption of a bear from them supports various ocean-saving campaigns. They offer plush adoption polar bears for as little as $35 and up to $100. And there are more organizations out there, and they can be found online. Sponsoring or adopting a polar bear this way is a win-win for everyone. You get a plush little polar bear toy and that warm, fuzzy glow that you've done something good for the world while WWF and Oceana get some much-needed funds to help endangered wildlife. 
Now, I've done this in the past, and I just now, once again, adopted a warm, fuzzy, plush polar bear of my very own. Now, there are also tracking programs where you can adopt a real bear. It stays in the wild, of course. But you get tracking information as to where and what your polar bear is doing. Polar Bears International is one place to go and check it out. Please be sure to attend to due diligence before contributing to any organization. Well, let's face it. Climate change is affecting more than one species, more than one ocean, more than an ever-changing and deteriorating atmosphere with real and calculable damage. It is time to do something. This week it's polar bears. Last week it was seagrasses, and next week it will be something else. It never ends, but it will end us. The earth will end, maybe not in our lifetime, but maybe in the lifetime of our children. If we don't do something about it, but we owe the only planet known to us that can sustain life, our attention to its survival, there is no planet B. And that's our show for today. I would like to receive comments, so if you have a comment on this show or any other show, please send it to heldentenore at att.net. That's heldentenore at att.net. Just a reminder, Angry Tenor talks climate change every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. That's the Angry Tenor and Climate Change, 7 p.m. every Thursday. So, I'm John Sayers, and I am the Angry Tenor. Yeah!